Hey there, it's the Grateful Badass Podcast. Are you on a quest for living a meaningful life filled with gratitude? The Grateful Badass Podcast is just for you with inspiring topics and badass guests doing badass things. This show is all about grateful living, badass style. Hey there, it's your host, Grateful Badass. Thank you so much for joining me yet again. Definitely appreciate you listening. Thank you for the time and stopping by. And I definitely want to let you know that I definitely appreciate you. Could be, you could have been listening to any other podcast, but you chose the Grateful Badass podcast. And for that, I say thank you. Okay, so episode 32, we um, honor Dr. King, uh, the 50th year of his assassination. I had an guest speaker i had a guest host i'm sorry i had a guest on the podcast uh bobby white that was episode a memphis executive bobby white that was episode 32 if you haven't taken a listen please catch up and doodle and and please listen to episode 32 okay this episode i have some someone in store for you another guest and it will be very interesting i'm sure for you a little light lighting up from last week was in honor of dr king and sort of fun and uh let me know what you think and oh yeah before we get started i have a free gift for you a free ebook uh was came out the other a uh, few days ago so if you haven't already claim your free gift my ebook grateful living badass style on the blog gratefulbadass.com all right, we're going to get started. I have a special guest for you today with a very interesting topic. Let me give you her bio quick, quickly. All right, she is a California girl turned New Yorker. That's an interesting story right there, I'm sure. Yeah. Founder, founder and owner of Let's Talk Wine, and she'll give you definitely more in- interesting information about her business. She's a wine educator, a certified wine specialist, a specialist, she has worked with celebrity chefs such as Amanda Freetag from uh, Food Network's Chopped, so much more, Alain Ducasse of uh, several French restaurants around the world, and Burrell, uh, her business, Let's Talk Wine, has worked and collaborated with clients such as LinkedIn, Citibank, CBS, NBC. I've personally seen her on TV on, I think it was, was it Good Morning America. What was no, one of the was, morning shows? It was Fox. <laughs> Yo, okay, she's a mother. She has. She's a mother, sister, girlfriend, friend. She has a beautiful daughter, and she's a personal friend of mine. Welcome, Leah Faith Williams. Hey, Yay, Faith. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I love that intro. <laughs> I love the intro, too. That's a badass (laughs) intro. You have done some amazing things, some amazing badass things, and I'm so happy to call you my friend and so happy you said yes to my invitation on being on the Grateful Badass Podcast. How's everything going? Good. It's so exciting. I love listening to podcasts, and I always wanted to be on one. So this is like... Oh, just awesome. Awesome. Yes, you know what? And, and you know, I know I have my own podcast, Grateful Badass, obviously, but I actually really do, really like to listen to several. I, list, I have a list of so many, but we'll get we'll get into that later. Let's, yeah. let's talk about you, you, my, my wonderful okay. guest. All right. So, California girl, cross country, you trekked from California to New York. How long ago and why? <laughs> okay, so I moved to New York City in 2004, 
And um, I was actually, I'm, I'm a performer. I studied, I studied, I was a vocal performance major in school. I've studied classical music since I was 15 as a singer. And um, I always knew though, that I wanted to live in New York city. Like when I was 14, I was just like, I'm going to live in New York city. And before I live in New York city, I'm going to buy a Saturn. And those were like my two goals that I put into the universe that I totally achieved. Um, But I just, I'm from Fresno and it's not a city. And I'm, I like, I like the energy of being in the city and I didn't want to be on the West coast. Uh, LA didn't really fit what I wanted out of where I wanted to live. And San Francisco didn't either. San Francisco was too cold, believe it or not, for me. So okay. I just, I, I was like, I've always wanted to live in New York, and there's no reason why I shouldn't. Um, yes. But I couldn't really just tell my parents, I'm going to move to New York. I mean, when I moved out of my parents' house when I was 21, and I took my furniture, my mom called me on my cell phone and was like, that's not your bed. Uh, oh. I bought that bed. Oh. Bring it, bring oh. it back. <laughs> so... <laughs> Was that her way of just letting you you know that, okay, we want you back? Or or she didn't want to let go of the, you know, the mother-daughter strings? Exactly. Yeah, it was more, I think it was more of that. Because at the time I was so distraught. And now I just look back and as a mother myself and knowing that, you know, our parents are just humans. We put them yes. on a pedestal, but they're they're just they're just they're flawed characters, just like everyone else. And yes, so it trying really to do makes, the best they can, right? And it makes sense. And now I laugh because she really did. She was like, "Bring it back now, bring that bed back." And I was like, "This was my birthday present." <laughs> wow! And so, so, so and when you I moved, like, how did she handle that? Um, well, you know, I couldn't tell them I'm, I've decided to move to New York just because. So I auditioned for AMDA, which is a performing arts conservatory here in New York City. And okay. I got accepted. Um, okay. I planned it. I planned it about a year before I moved. So in the beginning of 2003, I originally, I originally intended to move in the fall of 2003 Okay. And by the time I, I was getting my application together, it was just, I was just behind the gun. It was just too much to, to get right. done. So I ended up auditioning for AMDA in the spring of 2004 and getting accepted um, where I could start in either the summer or the fall. And okay. um, so I remember I went, I used to go to San Francisco all the time and their auditions were in San Francisco. All right. So I went and I auditioned. I was also dating a guy that lived in New York City. My parents did not know. I was flying out <laughs> to New York like of every month. There's a guy involved they had no there. idea. Always. <laughs> so right. like every month I was coming out here. And um, I auditioned and I remember my girlfriend saying, you know, when you're applying to, to school, if you get a big letter, like a big package in right. the mail, that means you got accepted. But if you get just a thin envelope, it's, it's a decline letter. And I said, well, if I get a thin envelope, I'm not even going to open it. And I didn't tell many people that I'd auditioned. Okay. But just, I just thought, like, there's no reason why I wouldn't get a, a accepted to the school. I know right. that I'm talented and, Love it. you know. Go ahead, Faith. And there's yes. really, 
<laughs> that blind that confidence, confidence that I have. <laughs> and it so, moves. That blind confidence is a saving grace. <laughs> it really is. Because but I sure did get a thin letter in the mail, and I my heart sank. I remember just like it was just yesterday. I was right. like, oh, my God, are you serious? And then I opened it, and it was like, congratulations. You've been accepted to oh, American wow. Academy they, of Dramatic. Uh, yeah, they so switched it and, up on you all. It was so exciting, and so I think the first person that I told that I was moving was my boss at the time, and okay. I said I was I was waitressing, and I said, you know, Larry, I'm I'm going to move to New York, and I he knew he knew that I was moving towards this, and he right. was like, did you, did you tell your parents? Did you tell Reverend? Reverend Benny, because he knew my father was a pastor, and it's like, no, and don't you tell him. Oh, <laughs> and oh. <laughs> so, he's like, you got to tell him, you got to tell him, you got to tell him. And I was right. like, yeah, yeah, I know. But I gave him my hard set date, and he's like, wow, you're working right up to the date. And I did. I worked until like three days before I moved. But okay, I thought that it would be a good idea. My sister was graduating from college. My oldest sister was graduating from Fresno State. So I thought okay. everyone's going to be so preoccupied with her graduating that I can spring this information on them and people are going to be like, ugh, whatever, just move. Right. But the opposite effect happened. The opposite happened. Yeah. Right. So, of course, Faith, you're that I really, I mean, <laughs> I didn't really, I, see, I just, I didn't even think that they took me seriously. And okay. And at first they kind of didn't until I was just like, my girlfriend was, my parents weren't driving. My girlfriend was driving me to the airport. Uh, my family happened to be going to a church conference. So we all flew and had a layover in the same place. Really? And my dad, yeah. So we, we didn't really have to say goodbye until we were at the airport at the layover. And my, their, their flight was going to Atlanta and my flight was going to New York City. Right. And... My mother didn't talk to me. She didn't even look at me. She didn't give me a hug. She didn't tell me goodbye. She didn't say anything. And my dad just hugged me and right. said, you know, basically, like, she'll be fine. Your mom will get over it. She, you, you don't get it. I get right. it. She'll be fine. Yes. And, yes. you know, just come home. Like, don't be afraid to come home if something goes right. wrong. Right. You know, I was like, I'm not coming back. In my mind, I was like, I'm not, I'm not leaving to come back. <laughs> right. And right. so I got on the plane, and it didn't hit me until, I think, like, as the plane was taking off, I just crumbled. I just, like, started bawling uncontrollably. <laughs> I was like, what right. am I doing? Well, I had, you like, know, $300. <laughs> And, you know, I'm sitting here listening to your story, and I'm like, you know, you were fairly young, I'm hearing, and then, early 20s, early 20s, right? And you are moving cross-country to start, you know, that's that's, not only is that badass, that's the blind confidence, and you were were doing it. You know, some people, what you did then, some people are still thinking and dreaming on, you know, years and decades later of I shoulda, coulda, woulda. And I, that's right. one thing about that the platform. Like, that's such a it's huge just, thing, though. I don't ever want to – I'm unfortunately motivated by fear, which is not always a great thing. But okay. I, I don't want to think, why didn't I do that? Why didn't I just exactly. try it? 
Exactly. But, you know, I think that's motivated by fear in in the best sense possible, (laughs) in the best case (laughs) possible, because it's pushing you into, I'm going to try this and do this, and if I fail, I fail, but I'm going to at least try because I don't want to have regrets. At least I tried. Yes, and at least I tried. And if fear has to work in that way in my my life, then okay, I'll take that. I just don't want to have fear to paralyze, be paralyzing, you understand, and then you have these regrets. Exactly. You just, you have to get on the other side of the fear and then say, like, okay, was this a good decision? Absolutely. And at 23 years old, I'm, I'm pretty resilient. I'm very stubborn. Okay. So well, I can hear I it. Just, <laughs> I was not going to. I remember being broke and being homesick and just really missing my mom. And I don't have, like, a friendship relationship with my mother. We have a very mother-daughter relationship. I love her to death. Right. right. But just really being like, I just miss my mom. <laughs> just, right. And it was oh. so lonely. And it was, I moved here in June, and it was, you know, where I'm from, in June it's 110 degrees. Yeah. And I get to New and York, here, and we're, like, in the 80s. Yes, it's just just warming up, actually. It's just warming up. So I right. remember calling a friend and being like, it's cold, I'm lonely, <laughs> this sucks. Missing the sunshine. <laughs> the sunshine. But, I'm, but, it, and, but it's New York City, and my girlfriend was like, but you're in New York City. And I was like, yep, I'm in New York City. I got Thank 50 cents girlfriend. in my pocket. <laughs> Thank God Thank for girlfriend. She, she, she brought you back <laughs> to realization. Okay, okay, yeah. okay, so tell me, okay, so you, so how do, how do you transition from that to the wine education and certified wine specialist? How, how, did, how did that happen? Um, you know, I worked in a lot of restaurants, and I, I, I really just started working in high-end, upscale casual and high-end dining. So okay. um, I worked at a lot with a lot of, French and Italians, and most of the, my French colleagues would just nonchalantly, nonchalantly teach me about wine and say, well, this is, this is a Bordeaux, and it's this blend, and it's from this, and smell right. it, and you're smelling X, Y, Z. And I, I just thought, wow, this is so interesting, and they know so much. Okay. And so I just kind of slowly became a wine geek, and I always wanted to have my own thing. I don't right. really, I don't like people telling me what to do. Right, right. I wanted to have my own thing that I could do on my own, and I could kind of, I could kind of make it what I know I need when it comes to something that I need to be doing all the time. Yes, and um, so I really started just really getting into wine, and I had I had my daughter, and I was breaking up with her father, and I needed. I was looking for a job that was not waitressing and okay. I got hired at a wine bar and I got hired because of the knowledge that I had about wine. About and they wine. were really, Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Things work set up, set themselves up in our lives. It was great. And it was, I mean, these are things that I knew just from self-study and, and things that I'd done here and there. And they sponsored my wine education. Right. Which right. was That's what I'm great. Hearing. Right. So okay. You know, so I, so, so I have to I have to stop you. I have to stop you for a second. Now you have to tell the listeners and myself, of course. So so you moved over here for the theater company or the the vocal 
um, production yeah. company. And so how, how did that, is that, what, did you find it was what you wanted to do or did, how did, how did that play out? I love performing. I still love performing. I don't like the business aspect of it. I did, um, I, I did a lot of that? demo work. I don't like the music industry and, and oh, yeah. entertainment can be very grimy. I see. And I it's not, it's really not for me. It's not, and it's a lot of work. Like I got to tell you, I, I'm a, I love to hate Beyonce. Like I love her and I hate her at the same <laughs> time. But that, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of discipline. Your body, yeah. your talents are what are the driving factor. And there right. are people that are manipulating and trying to build an image. And, you know, in the beginning, you don't have a lot of say in what, what, what image what, they are trying to build what, what for the, you. And, yes, what the, I've heard a little bit right. of what the final product of you is going exactly. to look like. Yes. You know, I met I, this I producer who was like, oh, you're really talented and you're pretty, da 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 And I went away to his, like, his recording studio for a week or so. And okay. his whole thing was like, he listened to my voice and he said, oh, you sound sort of like this person. And we want to kind of make you out to be like, you know, like a soft but kind of ghetto princess. And I was just like, oh, I can't. wow. That, oh, no. Yeah, I can see you saying no, definitely not for me. Like, I can, knowing you as I know you, Faith, I can see that being a no-go. <laughs> a no-go right happening. away. <laughs> no, okay, you know, so, and so, just I feel like they prey on women and um, and it just that wasn't for me. But also – even I love Broadway and I would still like to perform on Broadway, but seven shows a week, that's, that's a, lot. a lot of work. People that are underpaid for the amount yes. of work that they put in. I'm telling I you, Beyonce that. has backup singers and backup tracks and all this and that. Those right. people are singing their faces off right. every single day, rain or shine, you're if you, sick, whatever, bring it, the show must go on. The show must go that's on. That's hard. Right? And that's it is, you know. physical energy. And exactly. I never thought about, you know, when you think of Broadway shows, but I, you know, you're like, okay, I want to go. The, you know, the show was great. But you don't think that how many shows they perform a week. And that yeah. That is a lot. That is an ex- for, extraordinary for a human being to be able to keep up with something like that. So I can now right. I can kind of see. I think my listeners and also can see how they're transitioning. How to transition yeah, to, to your to your business, and we can but you, definitely go ahead. I I mean, like the the thing is, what I know is that wine can be very boring. But I am a performer. I'm trained to perform, and I can read audiences. And I think one of the great things about the way I do my wine tastings and even my like, YouTube channel is that. I do know how to keep people engaged and keep the energy right. up because that's what I was trained to do. So I've been to, I've seen people give wine classes and not understand how you're losing people because I, you're But just you know what? Boring. But it has been enough. I don't find wine to be boring. <laughs> I, you know, I, but, I, but I can see in a certain capacity how people, it could be a little bit monotone. So, okay, so yeah, thank you yeah. to the wine education. You're a wine educator. You're a certified wine specialist. What does that mean, Faith? Yeah. I, I looked at so, What is a certified wine specialist? Um, so, sommelier is a service position, and I didn't okay. want to 
serve. It's, I, I don't, I didn't want to be serving, but I right. do, I'm a woman, I'm a black woman. And as a buyer for when I was at Isa Wine and Chocolate Bar, I regularly saw how people just didn't take me seriously. Oh. And, and I see it even now when I go into stores and I know what I'm looking for and I know what's in the market and people just assume maybe because I'm, I, I, I look younger than I am or because I'm a black woman or just right. because I'm a woman. They just don't think I'm, that I know anything. Of course. I could definitely see that, Faith. And that is so disturbing, but that's another it podcast is. episode. But that's very and so, so I really love that I, you know, my business is not based on selling wine. It's really based on teaching people. I want to answer those questions that you have, and and it's okay that you don't okay, know but, that this grape and like you don't know that. That's fine. And, that and I don't want have you to buy anything. I just want you to have a few when I leave. After two hours when I leave, I want you to have a few things in your mind that you could use when you're at a restaurant ordering wine or when you're at a store. Just two or three things that you remember. And that's really what's important to me. And I think that is why my business has been successful. um, It's not out of trying to push wine on people. It's really making wine simple and easy to understand. Okay, because now back up just a, a little bit for it. me. Just okay. a little bit. Okay, so you are in the restaurant in the, uh, industry, and you are mm-hmm. a wine educator, and you're a certified wine specialist. And so how exactly did ding, ding, the light bulb go off in your head, and you say, okay, I'm going to start Let's Talk Wine, and this is what it's going to look like, and I'm going to make this happen. Tell me about that. That's what I Okay, so I used to do a lot of staff training when I was at ISA, Um, and I would, I put together a program at the restaurant where if you're doing like a private event, you could, for an additional fee, have, um, a sommelier guided wine tasting where I would come and I would do a mini wine tasting, like a a condensed version of what I do now with Let's Talk Wine. Um, so I was doing that, but while I was doing that, I was just like, I, I should do this as my own business. And I'd been brainstorming and procrastinating. And so I had bounced a lot of ideas off of friends of mine. And I had a name for my company. Like I was talking to my girlfriend and I told her what I was doing. And we went back and forth with some names and she's like, let's talk wine. That sounds great. And I was like, okay, so I have a name. Um, And this was 2000, was this 2012? This was 2012 when Hurricane Sandy happened. So, okay. So I am still like I'm kind of working on my website. I'm kind of getting stuff together, but all I really had was a name and I hadn't pulled a lot of things together. And I noticed that my cousin was in town. He he lives in San Jose with his wife, um, but he was in New York and I, he had posted it on Facebook and I, I, I messaged him and I was like, I live here. What the fuck? Sorry. (laughs) What are you (laughs) doing here? Uh-huh. And he was like, I didn't even know you were here. And we hung out and, you know, I love my family. I have a great, I'm just, I've got great family. Awesome. He worked awesome. for LinkedIn. Awesome. And I was oh, like, oh, your office. 
Right. And so it's a t- like Lincoln's offices are in the Empire State Building. And so their offices were two blocks away from where I was. And I was like, look, come in. Come to Isa. I'll hook you up. I'll take care of you. You guys will have a great time. Okay. And he came in with like four or five friends. And I basically, not even meaning to, I did like right. a little wine tasting. I was like, okay, you ordered this. Let me send you this wine, and this is what you're having, and this is why it'll be great, and da 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 And I just kind of ran through all these wines with them. And his right. colleague was, him and his colleague were like, wow, you're really great at this. You should, like, have your own business. And I was like, oh, I do. It's called Let's Talk Wine. And I was just talking, promoting my business that wasn't really up yet. And <laughs> he said, um, he was like, and mind you, you know, LinkedIn is, tech startup at the in they they have lost some money at the time and he was like okay. this sounds like fun could you do you do office events and I was like yeah I just I come to people and I bring everything and I do okay. events in homes and offices and he was like can you do you want to do one for us can you do like I don't know 70 80 people and I was like yeah that's awesome. yeah absolutely he's like next Thursday and I was like yeah. oh my I had not done any event. I had nothing. I didn't even have business cards. And here you go. You have already booked a a, a, and I booked LinkedIn with for seventy people. And he gave me his card. Exactly. He gave me his card. I remember telling my bosses at the time, and they laughed in my face. And they said, "My boss is." He was like, "Huh," because I I think. The price, my pricing has been adjusted, but it was, I mean, it was 80 people. It was, a, it was a, not a small amount of money that they were going to pay me. Right, and right. he said, he laughed and he was like, let me know when they cast the check. And came in and I said, by the way, nobody pays with checks. Wait, you, so they laughed? just swipe. So in my face. And then the next suspicious? day I'd already had the. No, no, they really just, they, they really didn't believe that I could do any, that anyone would pay me. They didn't oh, believe I... that anybody would pay me to wow. do it. They didn't think that it was a thing that could be done. Really? And then I said, well, I already have a deposit. Right. And it's already in my checking account because we don't use checks. Right. We, we can process payments over the internet. And the look on his face, just like... <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, yeah. So there's and that. You served him. There you go. And then lucky, lucky for me, Hurricane Sandy hit, so we couldn't do the event. We had to postpone it, and we ended up postponing it like three weeks, three or four weeks later, which okay. gave me a lot of time to really get stuff together. Yeah. By the time the event care. happened, yeah. And by the time the event happened, I had business cards. My le- my website was launched, and. Every, awesome. like my logo, everything was, was, was working, and it's just been, I've just been rolling with it ever since. It's my ever baby. Since. I'm so proud of it. Like, I'm just really so proud to have well, my own business that's right. mine. And I think it's a phenomenal. I love the concept. I love the idea of it. I love wine, and there's so many people that do, and I, I, do, I love everything about it, Faith. And I, when I heard – Thank you. From, from, <laughs> yes, when I heard from another I – mean, I think I heard about it, Let's Talk One, from a mutual friend of ours, and then I was like, that's amazing. That sounds fabulous because a lot of times people have events and they want something different. You know, everyone wants right. to have – you know, and I do like event planning myself. I haven't done a whole lot since I've been in the city, 
but I like doing different things. And what my different things have normally been for birthday parties. But anyway, anyway. right? Hey, so, wine is great for birthday parties. And I have had wine for the adults at, at a party for for the young for the yeah. years years ago. I absolutely did. Because I was like, why not? We're adults here, and the kids can have their punch, exactly. and we'll have our glasses. And so I think I love the concept. Um, it's something different. And, and so tell me, walk me through, the listeners, what does a Let's Talk Wine event, what does it actually look like? All right. So Let's Talk or Wine, look like. our main, my main thing is that you don't have to do anything. I bring everything. So I'm going to bring the wine. I'm going to bring the glasses. I'm going to bring a cheese platter. I'm going to bring plates, napkins. Absolutely everything that you need. So all you okay. need to do is tell me where you are. So, so say you email me, I'm doing a bachelorette party for my girlfriend, and we love wine. Everything right. is customized. So I would just say, okay, well, what does the, ba- what does the bride-to-be, what does she like to drink? Or do okay. you have a theme? Oh, well, they're going to honeymoon in Italy, so can we, can we do all Italian wines? Oh, and so I say, sure. I so we'll yes. start off with sparkling wine and then we will do two whites and two reds unless they want to do all whites or all reds or all sparkling and okay. so there's five different wines that we're going to taste through and we taste them we talk about them we talk about pairing options talk about what where they're from how the land relates to the final product um the oh, winemaker no wait you said pairing off what is that what's the pairing so off like what what this wine would pair well with, food-wise. As far as, as, far as um, okay, food, yes, that's what I thought. Right, right. And I really like to encourage people to answer questions. And, yes, soak it in. It's a lot. Hello? You there? Okay, I'm Yes, I'm, I'm still sorry. here. Okay. I'm still okay. here. Okay, we're on. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it is a lot okay. of information. But yeah, I can see. I, I want can, people you know, to have fun. I was in because I'm all about okay. So I have this grateful <laughs> badass um, bucket list for 2018, and one of those things is to just learn something entirely different. So I went mm-hmm. to. I just happened to be in um, the drugstore, the Wayne Reed slash Walgreens, and there was a wine. <laughs> that was you know. Now I don't remember the name of the uh, the, the the magazine phase, but I opened it and I quickly put it back down because <laughs> it was so much. I just, yeah. I, you know, yeah, I should have yeah. went ahead and purchased it and just dove right in, but it was a bit overwhelming. So I can see exactly what you are saying um, in regards yeah. to narrowing Indeed. things down or we just make it comfortable for the, for the, your, your uh, clients because right. it's a and lot. You know, I really it's a lot, like a lot of to, information. it is a lot of information and I like to be not so general. Like I said, I like to give nuggets of information that you can you can retain. Right. So it's not a class. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go so deep that you feel like, oh shit, I didn't I didn't write any of this down, I'm not gonna remember. But then right. also there's always people that do have really pointed wine questions and that's why I'm there. So yes. at the end of the tasting when everyone is still just enjoying the wine and chatting you can ask me those in-depth questions and we can go in-depth and we can go deep and we can talk about all of these nuances about regions and certain varietals and certain winemakers and the industry in general. And I love that, but I don't want to bore everyone because not everyone's really into that. 
and I and I yeah, and I think and you know it's so fun. it's so much fun. It's just it's like a way for me to kind of it scratch that performing it if. and yeah, it I love it and it's, it's, I just I really I I will say there's sometime like last year I was so busy and I'm so grateful that okay. I I was booked. It's like I I was pretty much booked solid the entire year to the point that I had to say like, okay, for these couple of weeks, I need to rest. Oh, that is simply amazing. Really? I love it. It's a lot of referrals. Is there a a high season or there is, is is wine seasonal? I don't think it should be. Well, (laughs) wine isn't seasonal, but this is my busy season, you know, starting from like April and May till August, because I do a lot of bachelorette parties that makes um, on the weekend. The wedding, bachelorette, yes, I yep. see. So it sort of coincides. And then, with, um, exactly. But then also, and... I do a lot of corporate events in the spring and early summer. So I work with a lot of law firms because their summer interns are coming in, and it's a good way to, for people to meet. Yes. yes. And so. Right. So a lot of, I do a lot of corporate events in late spring, early summer. Um, so this is my busy season that I'm heading into. And I, I, there are times when I just really want to just hang out with my kids. <laughs> but if I don't go out and do it, then we don't get to ball like we like to. So Yes, I see. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, there's a time and place for everything. And then there's exactly. balance, too. So I know you definitely make time for mothering and doing the special things you like to do with your daughter. So I'm sure yeah, that I don't that. Think that I've, I don't think that I've mastered the balance thing. No, I, 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 I think, I think, yeah. I think it's, a, it's just a constant, um, yeah, it's just a constant. I, I don't know struggle. Well, I don't want to say struggle, but it's a constant thing. It's always like the carrot that's always, you know, right in front of you, you know, when you're moving forward. You try, you have to create, you have to just somehow create a semblance of balance. Right. Well, and you won't be fun and energetic at your, your event, <laughs> you know. Right. And, and I have to. And also, you exactly. know, I I communicate really well with my daughter, so – there were times last year when she was like, "Mommy, aren't we missing some sky and mommy time? Like, what, you're never here." <laughs> and yes, I see. I like I need just I need some time with you, right. and that's valid. And that's when I have to oh, step back and say, awesome. "Okay, I need to." Yeah, but it's yeah. great that I have that relationship with her. But it's the same thing even with it's it's with, it's with anything i'm i'm dating and i have a child and i have a business and i work in like a full-time job as well and i'm involved right. with some nonprofits and there's always a lot of things that i'm juggling so i don't know yes. that i don't know that balance yes. is a thing for me um right. <laughs> well it's really good right i definitely know and you know i i posted something on on, on social media um in that I have to I have to pay close attention to my schedule, as we all do as as mothers, business women, and so on, because we can get sort of the just you know off balance. I'll say not necessarily that we're balancing well, because I, I don't know if that, like you stated, if it truly is this. But right. I, I have to just to keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on the family time with my daughter. The youngest is a teen. Yeah. She, de- she definitely will, has always communicated well with me about, okay, I need my time, just like you were speaking yes. of. 
And so she will definitely pull my collar and let me know, okay, you're working too much or you're doing a little bit this too much. I need you. I need our FaceTime. And so I – Yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, as mothers, that's what we do. That's what we do. That's what we, we do, fun, you know. There's balls in the air and, and we just – And I'm a ahead. single mother, so it's it's really – like I, I feel as, as, as a single parent, really you don't ever have balance, unfortunately, because – it's, the scale is not balanced. It's not to begin Absolutely. with. You know, if it's, you're it's a, if you're a single parent, you have a lot more on your plate than than exactly. maybe you would if you had a partner that was kind of helping you to to, to balance things out. So right. you just have to just do your best. And I think that I'm starting starting to get to the point where I can say, okay, I'm not doing a terrible job. You cannot do everything. <laughs> but, you, but you know what? You know, I really, and, you know, maybe this will be helpful for listeners. I, to help me, I schedule everything. Everything is has to be on a calendar. Everything. Yeah. I'm speaking of events with my daughter and just about everything. That's not much impromptu things that go on in my household. My daughter would come up and she will be like, well, there's something going on tomorrow night. I'm like. I need, I, I really do need, a, I, I don't do well with those last many things because I've planned out what I, what I can do and what I can't do, what's too much and what's not too much. And I've mastered, mm-hmm. learning to master the N-O, the word no. I'm, I'm speaking on all levels to all different peoples, all aspects, all aspects of my life because I have to. And so right. that's how right. I manage. That's how I've learned to schedule and manage and to, Get as close to balance as I can. It has to. I can. I have to. I have to. Be, I'm very visual, so I have to be able to see it on my calendar. And if it yeah. looks like it's too many red dots on my calendar, I'm like, wait a minute. You, something you is start wrong. filtering things out. <laughs> yes. I mean, I yes, started yes. to do that as well. Like, I, I need to write things down, and I need to. I, I compartmentalize. So okay. you know, when I am, I set, now I set aside set aside time to focus just on let's talk wine. And when that's okay. what I'm focused on, I can't, like, if, if my man is calling, if my daughter needs something, and, like, none of those things matter because I have set, this side, this, set aside this time to get this work done because it's important. And right. that is, has helped me because if I'm focused on one thing, that's the only thing that I can focus on. Okay. And, well, you know, we, that we has all helped do. me lately. Right, we all have to do what works, um, what works best, you know, for us. Yeah. And so, just to keep the ball, keep it rolling. So, let me ask you yeah. about your time. I, I know I, I mentioned briefly about. Tell me about was it Good Morning America? No, it wasn't Good Morning America. It was, it was Good Fox. Day. Fox. I was on Fox yes. and Friends. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, kill me. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna kill you, my listeners. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But you were talking to listen, blue wine. Wasn't it about blue wine? Yeah. What in the world is blue wine? What is blue wine? First of all, it's not something that could ever really be sold here in the States as wine. Um, just because of the our our laws. uh, because there are additives. So you can't add color or things like that and call it wine. Oh. Um, it wasn't very good. It, it's a, it's like a fad in yeah, Spain I, I, and, and in Europe. Anything about it since then? Cause that was, was that not last summer? Or, that was, that was two summers ago. 
two summers ago, right? I haven't yeah, heard anything yeah. about blue wine, but I remember that's what the topic was about. <laughs> I do remember. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've I've done a lot of media. I mean, you know, I did Fox and Friends. I I've been on Fox a lot actually, uh, but that was interesting so because I I did I booked that through a bachelorette party that I had done. So okay. I'd done a, a not a bachelorette party, a housewarming party. It was just like intimate. It was like eight women, and they were all in media. They worked for oh. Fox, they worked for GQ, they worked for NBC, all of them. And I gave all of them my cards, and they were all were just like, oh. we would love to use you. And, this is amazing. Um, okay, yeah. so let me stop and, you. Let me just stop you. Okay, so my listeners, for all of you that have an idea in your head, and you know, Faith, your story is so inspirational. You know, you had it Thank in your head, you. and you had a somewhat of what look, what you had a thought of what it would look like. You didn't necessarily have your business cards, and then your cousin came and comes in town, and then <laughs> yeah, you and then you're him. giving your spiel, and he helps that help propel, yeah. uh, you know, to solidify Let's Talk Wine. And then you're doing these shows, and then of course you you know <laughs> you're rolling and you're doing your badass thing, and then you have your business cards, and then I'm just. I'm just amazed at how, not amazed, because I know how things do work once we put the action, once you take right. the step. So you give your business cards to these, these ladies at a housewarming, I believe. And yeah. they happen to be and, some in media. And they, all, and then, they were all media. But even at the party media. that we did, they all were like, you're great, and this is yes. great, and you present so well. And, and then, bam, you know, the girl like from that. GQ was like, I'd love to do a segment with you. And I'd love to do a segment. And I was just like, call me. That's amazing. Uh, that's let's amazing. do it. Yeah. That's, an, that's a perfect example of just put, putting one foot from your idea to making it happen, to making it um, actual, real, and tangible, and then just starting, yeah. just starting. And, and you just actually go. Are inspiring me. <laughs> inspiring me. <laughs> I'm glad. I mean, <laughs> with you know, the whole like, grateful badass platform. Because some sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, this is a lot of work, and I have a full time job. <laughs> I know, yeah, but, but it is. It is a lot of work, and you do. I mean, I'm the same, but it, you just have to do it because it. It's Especially just, when you're passionate about it, right? Right. And you yeah. have to do things that you love. I refuse to to spend my time doing something that I don't like doing. I won't work somewhere that I'm not happy. I Absolutely. won't do things that don't, that don't, you know, make me happy and not, Absolutely. not like in a selfish sense, but life is short. No, because life is too I short. Want, that's not, we, there's nothing right. selfish about that. Life is too short. Why spend years and decades? Because what happens is is that after the first year, they just start just rolling down. And before you know yeah. it, it's five years, it's ten years, and you're still doing something that you absolutely despise. And that's exactly. no way of living. That's absolutely no way of living. It's, okay, so I I'm going to rather ask, Yep, go. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to ask you to, to that person like you years ago who's thinking about, has the thought, what is your advice to that person? Just one or two things. What do you want to? Because, oh, you know, listener out Don't there. think about it. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Just do it. Just yeah. do it. It's that, like if you think about it, then you'll think about all the things that could go wrong or or you'll hype yourself up and, and like, uh, about all the things that could go right. Don't think about it. Just do Absolutely. it and, and make it up as you go. And I know that, it's like, not all personalities can do that. But you just, 
have to let go of expectations. And one of my best friends told me that with dating. She was like, don't have any expectations. And if you have something that you I need you to really, take that advice. <laughs> it's hard, but you'd be surprised. You know, like I'm starting to apply that to my dating life, but just okay. with everything else, I, I'm not a person that can wallow in sadness. I can't, okay. I, I can't live unhappy. Like, okay, Faith, so I'm I need going to, do to definitely, we're going to make a date. I'm going to, I'm going to have you back on a Grateful Badass podcast because I have, to, I have to have an episode about dating, about dating. No, we need to have a conversation about single in the city. Let's just call it that. That's just what we'll call it. Single in the city. Put it on your calendar. Let me know when you're free the next month. Yes. When you have time. I know this is your Let's Talk Wine busy season, but we need to have that. We need to talk we about do. that. Yes, and I mean, I have some will. guys that I think would be great for you, Miss Faith. Oh, wow, Faith. There you go. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes, go. I do. There you go. Of course you do. Of course. <laughs> All righty then. So I gotta have just. Let me see. I have two questions for you left. And this is the Grateful yes. Badass podcast. So of course you're already doing great badass things. But I want to know: Do you have a word or a theme for 2018? That a word or theme that keeps you in line? That you know, my theme for this year is fear nothing. And prior to that, it was surrender for so many years just to keep me on point. I just use one word or a phrase to help me, uh, remind me where I am, where I'm trying to go. Anything, some, something such as yeah. that resonates with you? It, it does. And it's ironic that I'm on the Grateful Badass podcast because my word is grateful. Oh. It's oh. Because it's so easy to think of like, what you don't have or where you're, where you like, I'm not where I want to be or this and that. Right. Right. I try, I really, really strive to operate in a space of gratitude, no matter what. Absolutely. Things can get really, really tough, but you, you have to be grateful because there's so, there's still so much good. There's so much good. And even when you're like, at the bottom of the barrel looking up. Yes, absolutely. Be grateful that you have something to look up to. I'm just and grateful always, is, is my thing. And there's always that's awesome, Faith. Thank you for sharing. There's and that's kind of where um the platform was born and just in a different space and and you know and things may not have you know, moving to New York and things didn't go this way or that way because you know we always had a vision of how things should, should proceed in our lives. And so yeah. on every level in my life, business, family, personal, um, the dating, romance scene, whatever you call it, <laughs> it's, no, really, it's that I have to sometimes just take a moment every day, sometimes several times a day, just to write. I really do write down what it is that I'm grateful for. And I'm so always surprised on how it immediately transforms my just my headspace immediately gratitude yeah, is, it is does. phenomenal it, it does it's phenomenal it can immediately transform you to something you're wishing that it, okay my life is this way or that way and and no. then you just say well what do i have right now right now yeah. in this moment in this space and time that is just awesome that i take for granted and um yeah just acknowledge and it's recognize those huge. things 
Absolutely. Been so monument. I feel like it's it's like literally changed my life. Yeah, Just I agree. To operate in a in a state of gratitude. Of gratitude. Yes. All right, and then finally, the last question: What's the most thing you're most grateful for? I have to ask you that. <laughs> if you have, yeah, I share. mean, share. God, I guess I, I I have to say my daughter because oh, yeah. she's, she's amazing. Beautiful. I mean, and she is. I really do like it's not just because she's mine. I'm always I always say that she, if she was an adult, I uh-huh. would want to be friends with her, and I would be afraid that she wouldn't want to be friends with me. She's oh just a great, <laughs> she's just she's just like an awesome human being. She's just an awesome person, and I don't take credit for most of that because. You know, you are who you are when you're born, but she's really, I'm so, I am so, so, so grateful. I'm so proud of her. She, I I, I don't think it really, I know I'm her mother and I I raised her, but some things you can't control. And that is probably what I am, I'm most, uh, most grateful for her. And then let's talk wine. Right. Well, you know what? I know your daughter, and she is all of that. She is so awesome. all of that. She really is. I'm going to tell you. She is all of that. And um, and I think you're doing a phenomenal job as a mother, as a businesswoman. Thank you. As you are juggling the balls so so wonderfully, and uh, much love and respect to you, Faith. All right. Thank so tell the you. How, how can we find you? How can, how can they find you? They want to book right, with Let's so- Talk Wine. Let's Talk Wine, my website is um, letstalkwinenyc.com, so you can always you can shoot me an email there, but also okay. feel free to follow me on Instagram. I'm, I hate social media, but I'm always posting on Instagram. Okay. I am okay. Lovely Wine Lady on, on Instagram, Lovely Wine Lady, and then on Twitter, I'm also Lovely Wine Lady. And Let's Talk Wine is always on Facebook. So All right. check All me right. out on Instagram and see what I'm doing. And, and, okay, so I will have all of your contacts and social media up on the gratefulbadass.com, um, the show notes. Oh, wait, and so one more thing, and I also, yes, I also, I have a YouTube channel, and so okay. I'll have new videos in May. Um, okay. So if all you right. are interested in wine, you're new into wine, definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel because it's lots of fun, lots of entertainment, lots of education and um, and it's, it's a great resource. So Absolutely. that is Let's Talk Wine on YouTube. Okay. Thank you for sharing. Okay. And then one thing. Can you give us one recommendation? What's your favorite wine you're loving on right now? Any Ooh, one favorite? I love champagne. I, I'm, a, I'm a champagne drinker. Um, okay. But if I'm not drinking champagne, it's usually a Beaujolais. And right now I'm drinking a Fleury, which is a region within Beaujolais. Beaujolais is in France. It's nice. Okay. It's really light. If you like Pinot Noir, this is kind of this pretty much oh, up your alley. Yes. Okay, it's so a that really is a white. lovely. It's a red. It's a red. Pinot Noir oh. is red. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. See, I learned something just then. <laughs> Thank you. All right. <laughs> no, Thank you so All much, right. Stacey, Thanks. for like asking me to be on your podcast. I I love it. I'm so happy that you decided to come on, and uh, thank you so much, Faith. Have a good day, and um, I will see you around the neighborhood. 
All right. All right. <laughs> Good night. Well, yes, that was fun. Thank you so much, Faith, for dropping in the Grateful Badass podcast. That was fun. Uh, if you are in need of her services or have questions questions for Faith and Let's Talk Wine, please um, check out the show notes and you can um, check out where to find her. And um, yeah, let me know how it goes. So that was really fun. I love wine. I don't know. I think everybody loves wine. Um, maybe not, but anyway, it was an interesting conversation. So your free ebook, don't forget to grab and claim your free ebook, Grateful Living Badass Style, uh, on the blog, gratefulbadass.com. So let me know what you think. Definitely appreciate your time. I want to wrap up with a quote by Walt Disney in regards to starting new things. Um, just like this podcast this platform was you know it was an object of curiosity for me but here's what walt disney has to say all right we keep moving forward opening new doors and doing new things because we're curious and curiosity keeps leading us down new paths definitely leading down new paths absolutely so let me know what you have going on let me know what you're curious about you know what you're thinking of starting go out go ahead and take faith's advice and just just jump out there and just do it take the leap all right and keep us posted and if you love the grateful badass podcast definitely rate and review leave a five star review and we definitely would appreciate you so that other listeners can find the podcast as well and claim your ebook on gratefulbadass.com let me know what you think have a wonderful weekend thank you so much i definitely appreciate you i'm definitely grateful for you my listeners take care and as my maternal grandmother would always say have a good day today and a better day tomorrow bye